1: It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on the kingdom and its stories.
2: Well, a warm welcome to you wherever you are around the world. Today we're blessed to have Pastor Singh come and join us. Pastor Singh, as you uh, know, you were listening to last week, uh, he shared about his uh, miraculous life and uh, we decided we have to have him back on. And so he graciously uh, allowed to interview us for part two. And so... Uh, if you didn't hear part one, well, where were you? <laughs> it was a, a, wonderful, a wonderful time together where uh, our brother shared uh, a little bit about his uh, life history, his miraculous life history. And rather than hear it from myself, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Singh to, uh, in an abbreviated version to share a little bit about his, his youth and uh, the healing that took place. So Pastor Singh, welcome to the show.
3: Oh yeah, thank you. Pastor Julian again. Uh it's a pleasure.
2: Well we we greatly appreciate you joining us again. You you only signed up to one interview and yet generously you've you've uh, agreed to two. And so uh, Pastor Singh, uh some people may not have been listening to the first uh radio show, and so please could you could you share a little bit about your uh in, a, in, a, in an abbreviated version a little bit about your 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 past your upbringing uh and your your health problems and how your health problems were overcome
3: uh, yeah thank you uh for asking that to abbreviate uh was uh... Uh, from the the liver disease uh, and uh, uh, from a Hindu home uh, to absolute total darkness and there was no hope at all and uh, it was absolute transformations and a paradigm shift a, a whole change and uh, yeah and at early sixteen just totally committed life to Jesus and, uh, and soon after the transformations it was a new life started uh, just with a greater hunger uh, to reach India for Christ and uh, see the transformations of India uh, that is why I had to walk through the length of length and breadth of the country from early 16s almost more than a decade and uh, that's how God started to rise me up and uh, gradually, uh, then I happened to meet my. Uh, I was invited actually to a uh, to a meeting to sell my story. So, where was a girl, and she was going to be my wife. Yeah. <laughs> so that that happens after my long uh, ministry journeys and walking through the London bread of the countries and. She was there in the meeting, and uh, it was just a great pleasure to tell the people there. They were excited and on fire for Jesus, and they wanted to hear somebody who is radically following Jesus and just uh, doing, having an impact for Christ, and like living a uh, life of the first centuries, things like that. And uh, and there, it was a very impactful meetings. Then after that, I met my wife. Uh, it was like when I was like 23 or, uh, 25, I think. Yeah. 25. Uh, then, uh, then it was miraculously, we were brought together. We were brought together. And, uh, the story goes like this, like, uh, in India, like marriage doesn't happen without the involvement of the parents from both the sides <laughs> so uh, from the from my wife's side uh, the uh, her parents some elders uh, you know they they wanted to you know negotiate with me and wanted to find out more about me what am i doing and how am i going to take care of the daughters if i get married uh, so it it looked like I was not the suit guy because I'm already homeless and and walking through the length and breadth of these countries and spreading the Gospels like wildfire all across the nations. And they were a bit, you know, like concerned about uh, the future of her daughter, uh, especially one of her uncle. And then they started asking me, how are you going to take care of our daughters? I said, it's by faith. <laughs> and then how are you going to get the transportation? And it's all by faith. <laughs> and uh, how are you going to meet the needs? It's, it's all by faith. And uh, actually the story, to make the story short, her grandmother was actually praying over 14 years. And she was to wake up early in the morning, 3.30 and pray for hours and hours together so that her granddaughter would find somebody who is a radical follower of Jesus oh, <laughs> and and uh, who, who would be her, her granddaughter's husband. <laughs> so meeting me was, you know, like, uh, like she said, like, this is a man I want to marry. And, uh, you know, like I may have to sleep under the tree or go homeless and suffer all that we can but it is worth marrying a missionary who is really making a difference in India for Christ. (laughs) That's what I wanted to see. So that's how our marriage happened actually. Mm -hmm. And usually in India you have to have gold to exchange in the marriage but we didn't have the gold to be exchanged so you know like we had to exchange the Bible, the scriptures, the word of God and you know where our honeymoon took place. Our honeymoon was on a on a dirty slum area where low class people sleeps, you know, very, it's not a healthy environment. And we choose to spend our honeymoon there so that that we can hang on the children and the low class people there and talk about Jesus, the pleasure of knowing him. So it was a fantastic time, but that was like, you know, uh, for us, that was like a California beach, or (laughs) that was like an excellent place for us to get together. But we enjoy together because Christ was center of our marriage. Mm. Uh, then God kind of started to give us a reason. And as we pray more, we want you to disciple the nations. That's what we heard from God. And we heard one fine day that I want, we, we heard a voice in our spirit and in our heart about 100,000. So we started praying, you know, we started, what is this 100,000? Then God began to say that I'm going to rise up 100,000 house churches. That's, I want you to disciple people, start discipling people. Uh, and uh, those days, like, you know, almost, um, it is in 2011, like, 2011. So even before that, we were praying almost for seven hours, seven years. We were praying before that, intensely seeking the Lord. And I had no outside connection and supports or anything. Uh, but there was a uh, there was an old woman in America who used to be in in a wheelchair uh, for almost thirty five years. But she had a dream and visions about India. You know, an old truck carrying the seeds, or a few people were loading the seeds into old trucks. So, uh, and she was praying on that. She felt like that is about harvesting India. So she was praying for somebody who is with a clean heart and clean visions and a testimony who is a radical follower of Jesus and who can impact the nations of India, so... So my when I saw my testimony and the transformations and the visions and everything, uh, she was kind of, wow, this is something. I want to be part of it. And then she started praying. And that is how she, she kind of felt like, uh, who is the guy in the in, in United States I could connect with this man? Because it looks like a real true visions from the Lord. And that's a David Bates, a dear brother, like my big brother, the, the CEO of Spirit martyrdom, you know, like he kind of just get connected with me and when he heard the vision he said it would be stupid if i don't join this vision that's what he said exactly <laughs> and that's how he joined the vision and in early 2011 like we had hardly 25 house groups because we were just as a family we were planting the churches but when we had uh, a visions like start the church planting schools and bring people from non-Christians background to Buddhist and Islam and Hindus and tribalist religions, animistic religions and Jain and all kinds of people to train them up and send them out. Uh, so we started with 30 students actually, our first batch of the schools and uh, today, over more than 12 years, it has increased into like 13,000 plus people are up in the network and, and radically following Jesus. And we are spread out all across the nations of India. <laughs> and not only across the nations of India, God kind of steeled our heart to reach beyond India. So we are in Sri Lanka. We are in Sri Lanka, working in Sri Lanka. And we are working on the border of Pakistan and India, (laughs) and we're working on the border of China and India, and the Lord is opening up many nations in Asia. We're spreading out, and we are already working in Bangladesh as well. (laughs) And it's been amazing. And the same tools that God trained me up on the road. And he cubed me and and gave me the vision. These tools are being used in North Africa, Bangladesh, and many nations. I mean, the church planting schools tools, uh, the the, the strategies and the principles that God used. So we are so excited uh, how God is really impacting and touching the nations. And we're looking at the whole of Asia right now so that we can impact and and maybe smuggle the scriptures to places like Pakistan and places like China and other parts the nations of the world and our heart is right now for whole of asia beyond india and we are mobilizing our nations and the leadership india because it's not just looking at all the time towards England and America, Western missionaries and come and do the work, but it's mobilizing our peoples so that they can spread out the wildfire of the Gospels to the nations of Asia. So that's a big dream, brother, well, <laughs> and it's coming out. <laughs>
2: it, I mean, a, a big dream. So just, just to uh, recap a few points for uh, our listeners. So uh, our brother, Paul, uh, Pastor Singh, he had uh, kidney issues and was told, health issues, and was told that he wouldn't live past 15 years old. Oh, that's a uh, liver issue. Uh, p- liver. Liver problem, yeah. Liver. So, uh, and so was it was in, in, in great darkness, uh, both spiritually, but in great pain physically. Uh, his mother uh, had a brief meeting with uh, a Christian businessman uh, who shared very briefly about the, the scripture, about if, whether they knew Jesus Christ. Uh, the mother lifted up a prayer to Jesus and asked uh, for her son to be healed, and and instantly, miraculously, Pastor Singh was healed. And he was sharing last time just you were sharing, brother, just how from like from going from complete darkness uh, into complete light and and healing was just. Uh, just this overwhelming experience of of having a, a true glimpse of of jesus christ is is that a- f- is that a fair statement uh, what I, what i what i mean is is you know you, you, d- w- when you were healed uh instantly did 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 you have this also this 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 spiritual sense this spiritual connection with jesus
3: oh yeah immediately i felt this is nothing than the power of jesus this supernatural power it's extraordinary power. And this is a different power that I have never ever experienced and never ever thought in my life.
2: <laughs> and so um Pastor Singh's uh father uh is at the time uh they had a really bad relationship uh with him and didn't didn't really want to know Pastor Singh uh and so um but this 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 changed miraculously as well when he saw the healing that took place so Jesus healed physically but also relationally you know human to human relationships and then and then so so brother so you uh you walked out with uh, an old uh version of the bible meaning old as in well used version of the bible and uh, a backpack and $3, and you set off, uh, and you, you, let let me get this right, you set off and you walked around India sharing the word of God. Is this correct?
3: Exactly, yeah. I think almost I walked 40,000 plus miles.
2: Goodness! So lie, lying on your mat, close to death, and now you're walking forty thousand miles. I mean, brother, this is this is, as I've said before, Acts of the Apostle, first century. Uh, you know, a bi- biblical account. And so, how how has God utilized you? You know, one year you're lying on a mat, close to death. Uh, um, many years later, uh, you're now walking forty thousand miles around India. And you're sharing the gospel. And how how many people have you shared the gospel with?
3: Uh personally, uh, it's, it's 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 thousands of people, thousands of people personally. And uh, reproduction was everybody that I share. They started to do the, do the same thing, so the multiplication was happened. So, so personally, it could be like uh, yeah, tens of thousands of people. <laughs>
2: oh man. And uh, and then uh, you were saying how you, you and and the, the group of people that you're with, you've uh, the Lord has worked through you to build up how many how many church plants?
3: Yeah, we have seventy thousand plus house church plants. Wow. Uh, typically, house churches consist of fifteen to twenty people.
2: So. I'm trying to do the mathematics. <laughs> yeah. I mean that 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 <clears throat> that that's miracle number two. And uh and the miracle number 3 is God found you a great wife. Amen. <laughs> and so yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so uh tell tell me, you know, a little bit about uh uh Hinduism because that is the background that you've come from and you were saying that uh I I I speak from an element of ignorance. You're saying there's 33 million gods, is that correct?
3: Yes. Yes, uh, t- uh, technically it's uh, it's uh, everything is god everything ah. is god okay. so uh, sun moon water plant and mud anything could be god okay. it is just it is just uh, made you know from the centuries to, we were we, we were made and forced to believe things so that's how there is so many gods and goddesses and and uh we we call any things when there is a need uh, call any things We pray to a tree bow down before a tree bow down before water and and look towards the sun and look towards the moon look toward the star and and anything could be a
2: god like so br- brother tell me uh about your relationship with with jesus christ what what is it like to know jesus christ Difficult question, yeah. But, but yeah.
3: Thanks, brother. Yeah, I think I, I feel like he just next to me, sitting next to me. That's what is my experience. Sitting next to me, and just patting on my soldiers. But it's just, just, just go ahead. I'm with you, <laughs> and I hear him speaking to me. I hear him speaking to me. Uh, it was miraculous like without reading the Bible, I was talking to the peoples on the road from the Bible I was talking to the peoples from the Bibles and I found out that it is in the Bible so uh, Jesus was kind of he was talking to me mm-hmm. he was talking to me and uh, I felt very close and uh, there are time there are times that i I feel more bolden and more strengthened and more powerful. and I feel like he's just with me. Mm-hmm. He's just walking with me, holding my hands and he's sitting with me. He's traveling with me. So in each steps of my journey, uh, in, I was, in my heart I was hundred percent assured that I'm not alone mm-hmm. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the danger villages that I travel or danger places that i confronted with people so mobs that i fanatics that i confronted i felt like jesus was right there he was telling me i'm with you just be brave and it's my job it's my work so i want to show my glory (laughs) so i have heard him speaking to me directly i've heard direct voice audible voice and I've, I've, i've i've heard speak to me in my spirit and all kinds of experience and I have experience of dreams and visions, and, and, and I've experienced him and all over me, <laughs> all over me. And yeah. Uh,
2: and so, you know, he, he, you clearly he has done miraculous things through you, you know, uh, 70,000 church plants. I mean, that, that's kind of, hard for for my little brain to 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 fully understand and the size of that but um yeah there are other things as well I, i've noticed that you you've been helping with the uh, the organization you're with has been helping with providing for the 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 physical needs of people providing water and other things tell tell us a little bit more about that
3: yeah we are working uh, we are impacting the widows uh so the persecuted widows uh, the situations of widows in India are uh, very rough and hard lives. And according to the Hinduism, if, some, if, if someone lost her husband, then she's cursed. She's cursed and she's not liked and she's chased out from the home. And because of her faith, it's hard for her to find any work in anywhere else to make a daily living. So those are the kind of persecuted widows. Uh, we we bring them up and train them with the scriptures, the Bible stories, and the sewing skills, and uh, and empower them with the sewing skills and the scriptures and basic things how they can witness their faith. And we provide them a sewing machines, and they they just goes back wherever the Lord leads them. And in a village they start a trade and witness center right in a village uh, maybe under a tree uh, in front of a house because most of them do not have their own houses mm. but anywhere they they start the business and uh, every day the people walks into the trade and they they kind of stitch the clothes and take this as an opportunity to talk about jesus So it is not just a humanitarian philanthropistic work but it's about witnessing christ and these widows, through this project, they are they are elevated into a position in the society. It would not have possible without these ministries. So they have access and they are elevated to a position that other people can hear them, mm. you know, hear their stories. And they talk about Jesus. That's a, And this is kind of a, a strategies of growth of the house church. Everybody that's come to the straight centers where the widows... Uh, Sew the clothes and do the trading and everybody that come to the Trade Center ultimately they are connected with the house church and that's how the house churches grows so we have 3,000 plus widows are impacted so far oh, in the network and across the countries and, and, and even in Sri Lanka uh, so it's, it's been amazing And uh, the same uh, type of work was spread out into North Africa as well. They saw the impact of this work and uh, it was spread out. They wanted to do something like this. (laughs) They wanted to empower the persecuted widows there. So God has been doing amazing work there. And I was just traveling there recently with my wife and we saw, we were amazed to see how these poor persecuted widows are impacted. So this is a great work. And apart from that, we have called uh, Clean water and clean message project. Like water is the big issues in India, and um, there are many waterborne diseases, and people got problems with the kidneys and digestive systems, and lots of problems. Waterborne diseases. So we have a machine which cleans the water. Uh, so actually, my son takes handles this project. Actually, the plant, the clean water plants. And this goes to a Hindu village, and they clean the water. And when a group of people walks into the spot where water cleanings happens, they come with the pots, they come with the vessels to carry the water. And then they, they start to connect with them and start talking about Jesus. Hmm. And then It's not only giving them the clean water, but giving them the clean message. <laughs> oh, and that's how they come to know Jesus. So this is also helping us on the growth of the church. Ultimately, they are coming to know the Lord. So it's not just like doing some humanitarian work, just giving, uh, keeping their body clean, but just keep, uh, cleaning the soul and spirit by the blood of Jesus and message of the gospel. So this has a huge impact across the countries. And uh, we are rendering this and we are planning for, you know, uh, providing this clean water services in the militant area, because one of the area covered by 14 millions of militants, similar like in Colombia, the guerrilla militants, similar mm. militants are there in India. They are fighting against the government, almost 40 millions of peoples. So we are we are setting this up now, uh, you know, like to spread out and provide the clean water even in those areas and. We are going to start some feasting projects and other things so that we can win the hearts of the militants for Christ. Amen. And there are a lot of refugees from Sri Lanka right now in India, so they, they barely need the clean water.
2: Amen. We're just here. For, so from one man lying close to death on a mat to 70,000 churches and millions of lives saved. Uh, If you want to learn more, please, uh, you can uh, learn more from the SOM podcast, which is the At Risk Radio, www.atriskradio.com, to hear more stories like this with Pastor Singh and the persecuted church around the world. God bless you, Pastor Singh, and thank you all for listening. Jesus defines discipleship as come and
1: follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360. We'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.